Hello and welcome back to the Dunder Mifflin Fantasy Football Recap Podcast. We're going to take a look back at week 13 of the NFL season, take a preview into week 14. It's been a couple weeks, I'm back, and this podcast is back thanks to our sponsors, Equitable Advisors. If you're not saving Roth, you're either making a ton of money already or just plain fucking stupid like Connor. Shout out BMAT. Shout out Equitable Advisors for sponsoring today's episode. We'll get right back to it after this quick intro. Let me take a look at it. Hmm. <laughs> you know what the problem is? What? You got it set to M for mini when it should be set to W for Wumbo. Patrick, I don't think Wumbo is a real word. Come on, you know, I wumbo, you wumbo, he, she, me, wumbo, wumbo, wumboing. I wonder if a fall from this height would be enough to kill me. Wombology? The study of wumbo? It's first grade, Spongebob. Patrick, I'm sorry I doubted you. All right, we are back. Week 14 of the NFL season, so we're going to go over what happened in week 13. It's been a while, so we'll take a look at our current standings, take a look at the playoff picture, and most importantly, preview our final regular season week of fantasy football. So last week, we'll start with yours truly, Waddle Waddle, taking on Bryce's Don Kedick. And, you know, games usually do not go in your favor when you start not just one, but two inactive running backs. That's exactly what Bryce did as Waddle Waddle takes down Bryce 93.9 for him, 151.36 for me. Bryce is now our chug of the week winner or loser, however you want to look at that. Bryce did, however, have a couple bright spots. Dallas Goddard dropping six catches, 105 and two tutties. Mike Evans, 7 for 99. However, uh, you know, Team Waddle Waddle, led by, of all people, Taysom Hill, 27.66 points on a four-interception, two-touchdown <laughs> performance. have no idea how he did that. However, Alexander Madison, Josh Jacobs, and Sony Michelle all dropped over 20 for me as well. That puts me at 7-6 and six on the season which actually, according to the app, confirms clinches a playoff spot for me. Um, That's one of many playoff spots that it seems like are clinched. Bryce is still holding on to a 1% chance at the playoffs, sitting at 5-8. He is not in last place, however. We will get to that team momentarily. Up next, biggest game of the week in most people's opinion, was Chubbs Peterson outlasting Lick My Stafford in a huge game for playoff implications. Uh, Dale takes the win there, 146.48 to 141, as Jordan looks as bad as his facial hair in a showing against Dale with the playoffs on the line. Um, Dale even had a goose egg out of Jacoby Myers and was still able to crack out a win here. Uh, both teams really performed pretty well. Um, Stafford and Herbert really led their teams. Uh, 32 for Herbert, 30 for Stafford. Um, aside from that, Damian Harris kind of carried for Dale. Uh, Jordan's receivers played really well. 
Uh, Keenan Allen had a really good game for Dale. However, he is now on the COVID list. We'll see how that affects the Week 14 matchup um, for Dale. That moved Dale up to 7-6, and six, and like I said before, clinched him a playoff spot according to the app. Jordan falls to 6-7, and seven, however, still has a very good shot of making the playoffs depending on how Week 14 shakes out. Up next, we've got Spider 2Y, no homo nuts, who started off 3-1 and one on the season and is now sitting at 3-10. and 10. Christian McCaffrey wasn't good enough to bring Shaheen back from the losing streak, and we'll see how he finishes his season this week, taking on me. That's another spoiler alert. Um, so Shaheen is now in sole possession of last place as he lost to Connor. Uh, 128.5 to 98.52. So a good 30-point margin there. Connor was led by Deontay Johnson's 105 yards, two touchdowns. I'm sorry for fucking up a lot. I'm not really uh, doing too well with words today. However, um, don't let that distract to you from the fact that Shaheen's team has kind of taken a dump on him in the coming weeks. Um, you know, we we did hear throughout the season um, that a lot of stuff had happened with Shaheen's team. Uh, if you didn't hear, uh, they all got eight. So that might explain what's going on with Team Shaheen. Um, moving on to our next game. Garrett was the second highest scorer of the week at 173.04 but had the unlucky task of taking on Daddy Shea Care. As Shea's team, with no Devontae Adams, no Chase Edmonds, still continued the streak of over 200 fantasy points as nobody on his team, uh, skill position-wise, scored under 10 points. Uh, We had 36 out of Brady, 35 out of Justin Jefferson, and 40 out of George Kittle. Uh, Garrett had great games out of his running backs, even Russell Wilson to an extent. Um, Just really would have honestly destroyed anybody else, but ran into the buzzsaw that is Daddy Shake Hair. Uh, Finally, we have Pam's Boy Toy taking on Mr. Incredibly Out of Shape and his two-quarterback system of Hurts and Mahomes. Did not pay off as he gets 12 points out of Mahomes. Cheeks also had a whopping zero out of Darren Waller on this bench. We'll see how that three-team trade shook out. Really seems like everybody traded for big piles of garbage around the league. Um, Might get some heat for that one, but oh well. Uh, Cheeks did have a bright spot with T. Higgins getting 28 points, Hawkinson dropping about 15, and Elijah Mitchell getting 17 for him. Uh, Kyle was led by Kyler at 34.82 points, and of course, Cooper Cup dropping nearly 27 points. So, Kyle's team, again, I believe is locked into the one seed, unless... I'm not sure how the how the tiebreakers work, I'll be honest with you. But if Shea beats Kyle this week, which is a huge matchup, number one versus number two, I guess, depending on the uh depending on how everything goes, Shea could take over the one seed by tiebreakers. Again, I'm not really sure how that would work out. 
Um, doesn't really have any implications as the top two seeds in our league get buys. So it'd really just be um, facing the third or fourth seed or fifth or sixth, you know. Um, I'm not really sure what the implications would be there. Um, like I said before, Dale and I have clinched. So we are looking at two open playoff spots right now percentage-wise. Uh, Garrett has a 74% chance of making it. Jordan has a 72% chance of making it. Connor and Bryce, if everything shakes out, they have single-digit percentage chances to make the playoffs. They really need a lot of help. However, it is possible. Uh, unfortunately, Team Shaheen is not going to be able to. So we'll see how that affects him. It looks like he has landed him spot himself a spot in the toilet bowl. Uh, going into this week, uh, week 14 of the NFL season, our last regular season fantasy week, um, Team Waddle Waddle, that's my team, we take on Team Shaheen, um, which is a great way for me to end my season pretty much with a bye week uh, going into the playoffs, really get my team's mentals right. Um Cheeks takes on Dale, and like I said, with Keenan Allen now on the COVID list, a couple other potential injuries and um, just overall circumstances for Dale could lead to a Cheeks win, which could shake up that playoff picture. However, Dale, I believe, has clinched his spot, so he's not too worried right now. Uh, looks like Connor, according to early projections, is projected to beat Jordan. Um, however, they're both... Uh, projected in the 130, so it really is kind of hit or miss as to what will happen here. Um, if Connor wins, again, that's a huge shakeup for that last uh, couple fantasy spots. We have, like I had mentioned earlier, the one versus two matchup, which again is going to be pretty crazy. We'll see how Team Shea looks. Um, it looks like Jonathan Taylor is on a bye. Chase Edmonds is still hurt. So, um, you know, Shea will have to rely on Leonard Fournette, who's currently the running back four in all of fantasy football. So, you know, hopefully, I'm really thinking of you, Shea. Um, I know it's probably going to be hard only having one top ten running back in your lineup. Thoughts and prayers out to you. And finally, Bryce is going to take on uh, Team Two Words, Taking on Garrett. Um, just a little point of advice to Bryce here. Uh, maybe try and start running backs that are actually going to be in the lineup. Maybe if you do that, you can find yourself in that last playoff spot if everything shakes out in your favor. That's all we've got for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Again, thank you to Equitable Advisors for the sponsorship and for flying me out on vacation over the past couple of weeks. That's where I've really been. Didn't want to spoil that in the intro. Thank you to Equitable Advisors and Bryce Maddie for this. We'll catch you guys next week.